A reading life, a writing life, with writer and teacher Sally Bailey. I write this with my feet in the kitchen sink. I write this sitting in the kitchen sink. So says the narrator of Dodie Smith's wonderful novel, I Capture the Castle. I write this sitting in the kitchen sink. I speak to you lying in the bath. Why not? Why not? Stranger things have happened and it's good for my spine. Here am I lying in the bath in Whitney near the river Windrush. I lie in the bath thinking of Alice. Alice and the white rabbit. Quick, quick, he's late, he's late, he's late. I'll be late, I'll be late, I'll be late. For what, Mr. Rabbit? For what? A bath? Surely not. Surely not late for a bath. It is true that lately I keep seeing the white rabbit wherever I go. The white rabbit with his fob. Watch, fob, watch, click, click, open. What time is it, Mr. Rabbit? What time? Late, late, the time is late. And indeed it is. And indeed it is. It is after 12 o'clock. It is the afternoon and here am I lounging in the bath. Lounging in the bath with the white rabbit and Alice. And Alice, and my book, and my book. I like to fall asleep, I think. I think I shall try to fall asleep in the bath. Unless there's a white rabbit to pull you out. A white rabbit with a fob watch. I'm late, I'm late. I'm going to be late. Late for what? Late for whom, I wonder. Out of the bath. Out of the bath. Out, I say, out. I'm now lying back in bed in my friend Triana's house in Whitney. Triana, what a beautiful name, Irish. Triana, 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 Triana. And I'm still thinking of the white rabbit and his fob watch. And I realise that that geography teacher I was telling you of, let's call him Mr. Peculiar. Let's call him Mr. Rabbit, Mr. White rabbit. He also had a fob watch and he used to pull it out about every ten minutes or so as he sighed. 
Oh, isn't it over yet, this lesson? This peculiar lesson I'm trying to give them, these children who do not want to learn about escarpments and inclines and alluvium soil, alluvial soil, the difference between clay and chalk and sand. But I did. I wanted to know about the difference between the various sorts of grounds beneath my feet. What lay underneath the grass, the green, green grass? I did want to know. I did. A white rabbit. A white rabbit. And you see, it's very strange how the white rabbit keeps following me around. I see him everywhere I go. That intent little creature. There, he just brushed up against me. Did you hear him? There. There. White rabbit. An intent little creature in his checkered waistcoat hovering anxiously over his fobwatch, who rushes past Alice at the opening of Alice in Wonderland. You must have read it, you must have heard of him. That rabbit. The one who seems to hover over the entrance to Alice's dream. Her dream state just before she falls down the rabbit hole. Bump, bump, bump leaving behind the noisy world. There it goes, the noisy world, rushing by, rushing by. That rabbit. I shall follow him, the one who seems to hover over the entrance to my dreams. That rabbit who falls down the rabbit hole bump. As a child, I always wanted to make him stop, 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 stop. Life is too short, too short, Mr. Rabbit. I yell to my ten-year-old self. This is a lazy summer's day. Come down and join me on the grass. Bump, bump, bump. Have a snooze, Mr. Rabbit. Have a snooze. It'll be good for you. It'll be good for you to lie down here on the grass with me and have a snooze. Why not? Why not? But you see, the thing about the white rabbit is... He believes he's terribly important. Terribly, terribly important. I'm terribly, terribly important. Because somebody else is controlling him. I didn't quite know that then when I was reading Alice in Wonderland, aged around ten. I didn't know that until later, that most of us are controlled by someone else. Someone else. Someone else who's always rushing by time. She's called time. Rushing by. And you see, it's the closeness the very closeness of the white rabbit. I wish to recall how close he was to Alice as he rushed by. Her petticoat lifted, her petticoat lifted so close he was. How close, and yet how far. Which is what you might say about sense in Carol's story of nonsense. Nonsense, nonsense, nonsense. 
so close to meaning something and yet so far. Alice is close enough to the white rabbit. She can see his pink eyes, but he doesn't see her because he's too involved with worrying about being late. I'm late. I'm late. I'm terribly, terribly late. I'm late. Late. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, I shall be so very late. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, so very, very late. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Too fixed on clock time, Mr. Rabbit. You are too fixed on clock time, as we all are these days. Clock time, it's all made up. And of course it doesn't exist in Wonderland. down his hole, the white rabbit, who hovers on the edge of consciousness. He's there just as Alice is falling asleep, after she has fallen asleep. The white rabbit with his pocket watch, his fob watch. Can you hear it? Can you hear it? The white rabbit opening and closing his watch. Oh dear, oh dear, I shall be late. Oh dear, oh dear, I shall be late. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. I shall be late. I shall be terribly, terribly late, says the white rabbit, sounding really very worried indeed. Really very worried indeed, and Alice wonders to herself, why is it a rabbit is rushing by carrying a watch? A rabbit watching time and hurrying along. So she was considering in her own mind as well as she could. For the hot day made her feel very sleepy and stupid. Whether the pleasure of making a daisy chain would be worth the trouble of getting up and picking the daisies, when suddenly a white rabbit with pink eyes ran close by her. Scurry, 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 scurry. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, I shall be late. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, I shall be late. There was nothing so very remarkable in that. Nor did Alice think it so very much out of the way to hear the rabbit say to itself, Oh dear, oh dear, I shall be late. Oh dear, oh dear, I shall be late. When she thought it over afterwards, it occurred to her that she ought to have wondered at this. But at the time, it all seemed quite natural to see a white rabbit rushing by. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, I shall be late. But when the rabbit actually took a watch out of its waistcoat pocket and looked at it and then hurried on, Alice started to her feet, for it flashed across her mind that she had never before seen a rabbit with either a waistcoat pocket or a watch to take out of it. And burning with curiosity, she ran across the field after it and fortunately was just in time to see it down a large rabbit hole under the hedge. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, I shall be late, I shall be late, 
shall be late. I shall be late. Oh dear. In another moment, down went Alice after it, never once considering how in the world she was to get out again. Oh dear, oh dear, I shall be late. Bump, bump, bump. She fell, she fell down the rabbit hole. Where are you going, Alice? Where are you going? The second time she sees the white rabbit, Alice is nine feet tall and stuck inside a house, filling with a pool of tears. Her tears. White rabbit appears and interrupts her tears, a curious creature patting about in his white kid gloves and his fan, his dressy accoutrements. Let me just adjust myself. Let me just adjust myself, if you will. Oh dear, oh dear, I shall be late. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Let me just adjust myself, if you will. Let me just adjust myself, if you will. If you will, says the white rabbit, his head down, muttering to himself. Oh dear, oh dear, I shall be late. I shall be late. It is the rabbit's curious fussiness that dries Alice's tears but she makes the mistake, the terrible mistake, of asking the rabbit to help her for closeness. Oh no, 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 I shall be late, I shall be terribly, terribly late, I shall be late, I shall be late, says the white rabbit as he rushes by, not seeing Alice in her pool of tears. I shall be late, I shall be late, I cannot help you, dear. Poor rabbit, poor Alice, poor rabbit, poor Alice. She makes the mistake of asking the rabbit for help, for closeness, quite literally a helping hand. Poor rabbit is startled. What? I shall be late, I shall be late. I need first to clear my throat, <coughs> says the white rabbit. <coughs> Possibly, I could, I shall be late. Poor rabbit. And so he drops his gloves, a theatrical stand-in for his hand, I should say. I've dropped my gloves, I've dropped my gloves, oh dear, I shall be terribly late. And he pelts off, pelts off into the darkness. I shall be late. Won't she be savage? Says someone. If kept waiting. Won't she be savage if kept waiting? Won't she be savage if kept waiting? Won't she be savage if kept waiting? Time, I mean. Time, I mean. Time. Which we usually call father time. But here, she's a woman. A duchess, a duchess, a duchess, a duchess waiting for the white rabbit. I shall be late, I shall be late, I shall be terribly, terribly late. Oh dear. Oh dear. Oh dear.
It is strange how close I feel to the white rabbit who keeps passing me by, scurrying on into the darkness. Where is he going? Where is he going? I keep seeing the white rabbit wherever I go. That eccentric little bunny with his waistcoat and his fob watch and his white kid gloves and his fan and his bent head muttering, I shall be late, I shall be late, I shall be terribly, terribly, terribly late. It adds up to something, to something quite eccentric that brushes Alice by ever so close, ever so, ever so, ever so close, so close she can touch it, but not quite. See, it lifts her petticoat, almost, almost, she can almost touch him, touch him, touch it, touch it, Sally, it is a rabbit, and it is a version of herself. Alice, Sally, Alice. My mother wished to call me Alice, but my father said no. She shall be Sally. The white rabbit is coming to see Alice. The white rabbit. A version of herself she'd like to know more, but is too anxious to stay around for because the white rabbit is owned by someone else, the Duchess. And the other night, as I was falling asleep, I heard the white rabbit pattering beneath And so I saw him again. I saw him again. I saw the white rabbit again. And the white rabbit saw me. Very soon the right, very soon the white rabbit noticed Alice. The right rabbit noticed me. The right rabbit the white rabbit noticed Alice as she went hunting about and called out to her in an angry tone. Why, Mary Ann, what are you doing out here? Run home this moment and fetch me a pair of gloves and a fan. Quick now, quick, 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 Mary Ann. Mary Ann, what are you doing out here? And Alice was so much frightened that she ran off at once in the direction it pointed to the white rabbit without trying to explain the mistake it had made. It had made a mistake. For Alice is not Mary Ann, although Mary is my middle name. Me, Sally who in another life was going to be Alice. And now I am thinking, now I am thinking this. 
How quickly we turn servile, we creatures in need of time and attention. But beware, beware what your needs might turn you into, what your needs might make of you, and who in the process you might becomingly asking and giving of time, who you might become in the asking and the giving of time and attention. Alice was so desperate she was prepared to ask help from anyone. From anyone. From anyone. Having become disabled recently, I have been asking for help from strangers everywhere. Everywhere I go. Could you help me? Might you be able to? Could you? Do you think you could? Would you possibly? Do you think if I... Would you mind? Do you mind? Do you really mind? Do you really, really mind? Do you? Are you sure? Are you sure you don't mind helping? Metaphorically speaking, I am often in search of a pair of white kid gloves. A more amenable white rabbit. And you know, it took surprisingly little time for me to learn this mode of behaviour. But perhaps, perhaps it is a case of those words from King Lear. Reason not the need. Reason not the need. And perhaps in the asking... All I am doing is trying to close that dark gap between myself and others. Between you and me. Between me and what I fear. That dark rabbit hole. Bump, 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 bump. Bump, bump. Rejection. So what I want to ask you is this. Why do you let the Duchess dominate you? Why do you let time take over... An artificial arrangement after all, the Duchess. What it is you fear. What it is you cannot name. So don't blame the White Rabbit for everything. After all, he does stop and notice you. It's true. It's true. He turns you into a thing, but nonetheless, but nonetheless, it's up to you now to get out of it, whatever it may be. Thank you for listening 
to a reading life, a writing life. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please like it, give us a review, or mention us to friends or on social media. Thank you.